Hello everyone. Welcome to my podcast Refreshnology. In this podcast we're going to talk about the new M1 chipset from Apple, the chipset which was in development for around a decade. This is the most powerful SoC out there. It is built on a 5 nanometer architecture and it has around 8 cores in which there are four high performance core and four high low performance or power efficiency cores. and these high performance cores have a 192 kilobyte instruction cache and with uh, 12 megabits of l2 cache and the processor is stuffed with 16 billion transistors for comparison the i7-8700k has only 3 billion transistors can you believe that it's around it's almost thrice the powerful as an i7 the tdp is consumed is just around 10 watts in a macbook air comparing this to a normal intel ultrabook they have tripled the performance per watt uma is known as unified memory access and we will talk about that in later in this session so the cpu is is more powerful than any other cpu out there any other ultrabook cpu out there this m1 chipset has been stuffed in a macbook air which doesn't even have a fan and performs better than a i7 processor are you even kidding this is really good and this is insane to be honest and the next big thing is gpu i know we all know that integrated gpus aren't good anymore and all the ultrabooks gpus in all the ultrabooks are crappy if you're going to have a dedicated gpu then we are talking that's a real deal but integrated graphics are like man you don't love that and they don't offer that much huge amount of performance where you can get get from a dedicated graphic card but with this m1 chip it is quite different this chip has a 8 core gpu There is a 8 core GPU. Can you trust me? Apple claims that it can perform up to 25,000 operations per second. It is less compared to the dedicated processors from Nvidia and AMD, but it is good enough in an integrated processor. Even a GTX 1050 Ti has a graphical power of around 2.1 teraflops. Apple's M1 GPU has more than that, so it is better than 1050 Ti. But you know, graphical teraflops doesn't mean that it is always better in performance we don't know what kind of computing unit they use if it is fp32 then it might be compared to a desktop if it is fp16 then we cannot compare it to a computer class graphic card and the next big thing in this processor is machine learning machine learning is really insane every processor needs to have a dedicated chip for that thing but apple has built that inside the m1 chipset we all know every software you we use has machine learning like take for example a uh, premiere pro it just upscales your video it sharpens your video all of these are used via machine learning but uh, the conventional processors desktop processors we use do not have a machine learning chipset baked inside the inside them but apple has changed it and they have gave a neural engine with 16 cores which is capable of performing 11 trillion operations per second can you believe me yeah 11 trillion operations per second which will be insanely good in a macbook because it it uh, studies how you use your computer and it performs how much battery do you need okay and what kind of the most important softwares you use and it just pushes the battery towards that thing so machine learning is the future and apple does that pretty good okay let's talk about the ram and storage yeah now we are going to talk about the uma because ram and storage comes in that this thing right okay uma is known as unified memory access where the soc is baked with ram and storage and all of the memory inside it faster than a normal computer or an soc which has a separate ram and storage imagine that uh, you know 
we all have built computers we all have seen computers Proce- processor used to be in a separate part of a motherboard and ram and storage are used to be in a separate part of motherboard but imagine a processor has a ram and storage built inside it how fast it can be there are many advantages using this the first advantage is it has a high amount of bandwidth it's like insanely fast and it has low latency that can make a dramatic change within the ex- responsiveness and the experience of the os to put in a perspective imagine using a normal conventional hard disk or and a solid state drive you can feel the difference right the solid state is responsive instantaneous whenever you open a task in app so that's how uh, umi works it is really good and so coming back to the disadvantages of the umi these cannot be upgraded so the ram and storage are baked inside of the baked inside the processor now so you cannot upgrade it so you have to buy it you have to choose first what kind of ram you might need for your specific work and what amount of storage you might need for your work so you have to choose it according to your needs and you have to pick up one and you know apple can charge you some hefty amount of cash for high end specs if you want to need a 16 gigabytes of ram and 2 terabytes of storage it's going to cost you more than rather than just simply going and buying it in a normal computer hardware shop and comparing it with alternatives we cannot exactly comparing we cannot exactly compare this processor out with an intel or an amd chipset where we can get some better benchmarks in them but still if we are going to do a synthetic benchmark test the m1 chip can easily beat all the i7s and i5s and ryzen 5s and ryzen 3s out there with its single benchmark score single core benchmarks are pretty high and pretty insane this m1 chip and the reason due to that is yeah the software and the hardware is combined right now but if you are going to look at the multi core benchmark test the difference is dramatic it's a it's a, it's a total it's a total messy out there it's the difference of day and night because uh, normal conventional desktop processors can run at a speed of gigahertz so 3 to 4 gigahertz it's pretty high when you're going to compare it to a m1 chip which run, just runs around 1 to 2 gigahertz right so that's why the multi multi core benchmarking is really high out there but synth- synthetic benchmarking isn't everything right So now let's talk about the icing on top of this cake and it is known as macOS yeah the holy grail the holy grail of operating systems we all know that macOS is a well optimized operating system apple has been using intel for more than a decade and more decade and more and we all know the macOS is already good in that uh, that architecture and in that structure but now apple has got the control of hardware and software in their own hands and we all know the magic is going to happen right now and every task and everything is been exactly made tailor made for this processor so that they can they can easily pass by anything and the combination of the combination is an instant hit and you can feel the macbooks are now lively compared to earlier it's like faster powerful and long lasting apple claims that macbook pro can now last up to 20 hours of battery life which is insane in a laptop I, i repeat this which is insane in a laptop where it can run a full fledged desktop apps and it still can run for up to 20 hours it's really good and other new perks with this m1 chip is uh, apple's new isp image signal processing is baked in and it has a thunderbolt and usb 4 support and it also has an always on processor which is like a hibernation mode exactly like how you turn your phone screen off but you do not uh, shut down your phone right exactly 
it's exactly like that and there are many more changes but these are the major ones and to conclude this this thing is good for the on the go professionals who want uh, who want a beefy machine but not too beefy but which can do the regular task and which can do the slightly editing and video editing for editing and whatever things according to their specific needs it all they can throw out anything and it can churn up churn them out and it can give some good results uh, there are no native apps running in m1 chips there are just few of them but there are not an entire section of app library and apple has said that they can port intel apps to work with uh, m1 chips but still there is not so much yet but apple promises that that it will be at the end of december you we can have all the apps from the app store and i hope so that it will be coming soon so that's it guys this is my review about the new m1 chip and i'll catch you guys later in the next episode bye bye